Angela. Defendiendo su cuello. Contra Equitium et Insidious Diabole Esto Brasilium. Imperate Dios. Suplegis de Precomor. Tuque. Conchefs Milichis Celestis. By the power of God, thrust in hell Satan. And with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the rule of souls. going on with this ai shit like so i don't want to be a bandwagoner because i'm mm -hmm. seeing a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. talk about it right now mm -hmm. I, I do want to point out i feel i feel like we were the first ones to talk about it i feel like we talked about but what the fuck on. is going on with this shit i don't know man i feel like we all we we owe it to ourselves to crack a couple beers sit down and and like dive into it as a group because i've tried myself and it's overwhelming because i have no i looked into idea it. i huh? looked into it did you sign uh, up for new trials well i looked into how do they code it Oh well, so sure. I, I looked into like the basis. Of so it, I'm sure. more interested of like the actual product. It well, it's it's the fucking future, right? So I, you need to jump to be the product. You have to be able to create the product, right? right. Which oh. got to be real smart, right? Yeah, but well, 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 you well. do to an extent. Uh huh. But it's not like you know, like in coding, you have all the different kind of programming languages, right? Right. Right. AI is taking the basis of that coding and just learning how to manipulate that coding to have machine learning. Right. Right. So the machine learns as it goes yes. in creating so it's this not code. Learning AI is not learning a completely brand new yeah. script. There mm -hmm. are certain processes that you do have to learn to follow to make AI, mm -hmm. but you can use it using certain scripts. It's intriguing. I think I think I think uh, I think there's definitely some applications for it. I think I'm scared as fuck, dude. The anime porn's been great. I'm Let me just say that. Japan I'm and China terrified. are already creating giant Gundam robots oh, that I are am. out to destroy the world. And all it's going to take is once AI is smart enough for that motherfucker to break free and start killing people. Don't worry, we'll have our Coors Light. It'll be like freaking American robot going in. It'll be there. like fucking Godzilla, but in real life. Gaeta, Gaeta. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll just find a, a giant moth that's just been Mothra has been sleeping in the earth for tens of thousands you know of years. What? It'll come out. We'll you be all right. Hey, huh? I th something just clicked in my brain. Okay, let's hear. It. What we'll if click. the thought okay. of cryptids is like deja vu? We're talking about it now because they don't currently exist, huh. but we as humans will create cryptids to oh, fight God. back the evil powers oh. of AI. That's a that's a hell of a. Uh, a B a B rated movie right there. Cryptids versus You gave me a B rated Cryptids versus wow. AI. No, that's wow. thank you. No, no, you know what I'm saying? I would have said like a C rated. No, you know what I'm talking about. Like you ever you're like late night television, you're like, what is this? Like like Sharknado or some shit. It's become a fucking fad. Hey. It's become Sharknado a fucking culture. Massive. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like the Sharknado movies. Yeah. Just a bunch of load of shit. But it's so good because you're like what if? This might actually get cut because I'm we, the gears are turning right now. Well, then the we can type, are we can type the AI to create the script, and then we could take the AI to create the art, and then then we make a fake project on Kickstarter, and then we just get funded. You know call, what I'm saying? And call ourselves the Washington Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't I just watch that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Well, welcome back, Purgators. I'm the Deep Fake Chase. Joining me is the AI creator of the deep fake, Hunter. Also a hairy cryptid monster based out of uh, the Kansas forest. Is there forest in Kansas? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs>
And then the soon-to-be cryptid Adrian. I just exist. Do you, wow, we didn't get the hello today. This is pain. <laughs> is it painful, Adrian, to exist? Uh, yes. Aw. Aw. Sorry. I have to pay for it every day. Yeah, you well, do. Well, don't we all? It's called bills. Bills. Taxes. <laughs> Tax season's almost over. Get your damn taxes done, people. Crazy Arr! thought here. Crazy thought. Huh? You, you only have bills because we're in a simulation, and this is how our astral bodies or whatever projections are paying for us to live this life or play the game. Yeah. So what you're telling me, what you're telling me in theory is I can't evade taxes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, damn it. What happens if I run out of money? Does the game just cease? It ceased to exist. Is Shit. jail a real thing? Let's be, I need to know. <laughs> Can I do whatever I want, Adrian? If I quit paying it's, bills. It's like the jail that Rick and Morty go to in that one episode. Oh, like the, the planetarium? That, no, that, no, the that's a the one that Rick goes to is like a serious jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the one where they get captured and they're like part of like a zoo. Like it's a it's oh, just an yeah. emporium of people. <laughs> the menagerie. <laughs> the menagerie. <laughs> Watch interesting creatures. Hey, fuck you, man. What is it? What you know what? Side yeah. note. What Side is note. with uh what is it? Jim Roland or whatever his name is and the other Oh guy? Justin. Yeah. Justin Roland. Yeah. What is it with menageries, dude? They had it in Rick and Morty. Yes. And then in Solar the Opposites, it's like a whole side story. That of the story's show. so good, though. It was pretty good. Dude, how fun would it be to be put into a tiny world, and then like you have to survive based off like this screw, you know? I was, if anything, I'm more <laughs> disappointed, because it's like you literally could have made a whole other TV show based off the life oh, of so menagerie. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I love And Pesley, Pesley is... Hopefully. It's your turn to make Hope. the show, Chase. Nah. That's what all yeah. it is. I'm going to leave it up to them. I honestly was taking a piss today. And I thought about the scene that in High on Life. Yeah. When you played when you it? Go, no, not yet. Okay, okay. It's coming up. Okay. Uh, you told me about when you had to shoot the kid. Yeah. And I started laughing. <laughs> so I'm taking a piss. And I'm like, Dude, I haven't even played the game yet. I tried to fucking shoot the kid. I saw the damn TikTok videos, but he couldn't shoot the kid. So I had to like deal with him bullying me for so long. <laughs> I couldn't get past him. All right. It was frustrating. Fuck that game. <laughs> Jesus. Did you beat Resident Evil 4 yet? I did. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, wow. Good. Well. Now I think it's time for some gods and goddesses, don't you all think? Where are we traveling to today? We're still in Egypt. Egypt? Well, we just started Egypt. We're, we mm. have just, we took the plane ride. Just we plane just ride. stepped off the plane. We bought the tickets. All right. Yep. Anubis. Ooh. The famous one that most everybody knows. Uh, undoubtedly, the Egyptian god most familiar to Western civilization. Anubis was the jackal-headed god of the dead. His role was to guide the deceased to the underworld, where their souls, which resided in their hearts, would be weighed by Osiris, king of the underworld. There you go. There you Anubis. go. I mean, it's a well, it's a well-told tale. I, you know what? I knew about Anubis. I did not know he was basically the Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. And in like uh, that new Marvel show, uh, the Moon Knight or whatever. They do a pretty good job of depicting Anubis. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, I'm really, I, I have high hopes. You got me. You got mm. me hoping that God of War is going to be in Egypt. I, did you go back and kind of watch some videos on it? That, no. That some theories of why it might be. No, but I just thinking about it. I agree with you. Some of the shit that's in there from hot, from super cold to like super hot. You know, and maybe a more civilized, advanced. Maybe they'll get some alien stuff in there because such an advanced civilization. That maybe that's why Kratos wants to go there because they think they'll be a little bit more progressive and welcoming. Or 
Atreus fucks around and finds out, and then then Kratos has got to go save him. Uh, you know, I really hope, I hope to God that I don't have to deal with that stupid bratty. They're gonna kid kill again. Kratos soon. You know it. No, because how? Why? You're gonna destroy an entire legacy of game. People fucking do that, man. They fucking do that. Breaks they my do heart. it for the fun. They, they do, do it for the fucking it for the controversy. Lulls. They do it for the lulls. Lull. They're going to laugh when they just destroy the hearts of America. Well, that's what this story's about. Basically just destroying a whole <laughs> cinematic fucking genre they created out of this movie. Uh, I guess it's time we dive into no, it then. They, yeah. They actually created a whole new yeah. horror genre. And they, genre. Sh- and they shit they all just... over it because it's a shitty story. <laughs> well, we got two opinions here, ladies and gentlemen. Who's going to find out who's going to be the winner on this one? Today is one of America's most enticing late 90s to early 2000 films that only added horror to the American public. One of the most haunting films to be produced. And that was not said by me. The Blair Witch Project. I I just recorded it. As Adrian rudely interrupted me. The Blair Witch. The Blair Witch Project. I want this to be real because it it would make sense, but... You know what's funny? I've never seen it. Creepy dude, if this was real, yeah, I would never go camping with you guys. Oh, never. hell no, you don't go camping with us, anyways. But how weird, how weird is it? Have you guys seen TikTok videos of like skinwalkers like screaming in the woods? Oh, and yeah. you're like, mm, not far off there. Oh, yeah, mm, I'd be freaked the fuck scared. out in my little tent, yeah, little paper thin tent. Remember that one time we, we camped at Sheriff's Reservoir oh, and it was just like so dark. So quiet, so secluded. Every rustle from like a mouse, you're like, what the fuck was that? <sighs> I remember we brought so many guns. And we were still scared. <laughs> yeah, so many guns. <laughs> like, fuck this, dude. I don't want to die. That's why I would never do good in like Resident Evil, like real life. Oh, I'd God. Fucked. Do you ever, I know we play some wild games. Do you ever just put yourself in that moment and be like, this shit would suck ass? Yes, 100%. You I literally, I, so when I was playing Dead Space, I told Becca. Oh, Becca, God. I told Becca, I'm like, you know what? Just fucking shoot. I literally would be like, out in space and I would just shoot myself in the head and just yeah. float off. I mean, done. seriously, some of the people have it real good, but if you get like stabbed and you have to like like bleed out and shit, horrible. Get ripped apart. Or see all the horrible things. Oh, that's the Blair Witch, man. Yes. I don't want to be in this situation. Well, yes, many of you might have heard about the movie and a good amount have probably watched it, except for me. <laughs> but have you ever wondered if what is portrayed on the big screen is real? Never. Never asked that question. You know, the thing that I have seen of it <laughs> Uh, looks super fucking fake. <laughs> it is, but it, remember, it's '90s, bro. Yeah, I'm kind of. But gla- it's a psychological thrill. It is. It does really get you creeped out because it's just they slowly lose their minds. I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this, and I haven't seen it because I'm gonna be a really good like middleman in between this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you always are, Chase. You, oh. You're you're just known to be our Oreo. I'm. Hunter I'm, and I are the cookie parts, and you're I, the cream. I am, we're just ooh, going to town. I'm the cream. You're just in middle of it. You're, you're right. Cream freeze. You're right. I am. I am the best cream filled middle. Cream freeze. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, we are going into a full two parter on the Blair Witch, and try to cover everything there is on this myth. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. The Blair Witch Mythology. In October of 1994, three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland, while shooting a documentary. A year later, their footage was found. Prior to heading out on their journey to document the mystery of the Blair Witch, we see Heather Donahue, Mike Williams, and Josh Leonard gathering up their equipment and gear. Heather packs her essential readings. How to Stay Alive in the Woods, 
and another book that she says explains the events of Coffin Rock. It isn't what a, what a great book, How to Stay Alive in the Woods. By John Smith. If you have to read a book like that, you probably shouldn't go to the woods. Yeah, just You're saying. probably not staying alive in the woods. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like you have it or you don't. You're you not survive really going to be prepared for that. It's like, can I just time out, time out? I need to read this page. Right. Don't, don't eat like, me, mountain like, lion. Did he want us to time out? Yeah, I was like, I, I, <laughs> so am I in trouble? Am I in trouble? Dad? Uh, I could see that. You're getting chased by some pig-headed chainsaw guy, and you're like, hold up, time out. Hold on. I need to read the rule book. It says here, uh, uh, kicking the nuts. Grass is bad. Grass <laughs> is bad. Don't it eat the poison ivy. It says here to run in the most obvious position ever. Yes, serpentine patterns. Serpentine, that's what I was going to say. Serpentine, serpentine. <laughs> It isn't long before the trio hits the town of Burkittsville, Maryland, formerly Blair, where they shoot their first scene in the town cemetery up on the hill. Founded in 1824, Heather explains how an unusually high number of children are laid to rest here. <laughs> why Why that points for that fact? I, you know, she said it. Heather explains. Holy Heather shit. Heather explains. Okay. A lot of children. Get with the story. <laughs> Pedophile. Soon after the you trio, you better put me on that registry because I'm <laughs> fucking these kids. Oh, God, uh, <laughs> Patreon's gonna love this. Yeah, holy shit. Soon after the trio begins interviewing a number of the Burkittsville townsfolk about the legend of the Blair Witch. The summaries of those interviews are as follows. The Blair Witch is mostly looked at as a legend or a ghost used for the purposes of scaring children to get them to go to bed early. One man ties in the story of the old hermit named Mr. Rustin Parr, who lived all alone up on the mountain in the 1940s. One day, Mr. Parr came down into town saying, Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> okay, I'm finished. <laughs> Sounds like Chase. <laughs> Uh, yeah. At which which point, the police went up and searched his property, uncovering the bodies of seven boys who had gone, uh, earlier gone, (laughs) god damn it. Registry kids, fucking! (laughs) (laughs) Uncovering the bodies of seven boys who had earlier gone missing in the area. The story goes, god damn it, you fuckers. The story goes that Mr. Parr would take the boys down into his basement and bears them too, <laughs> telling one to face the corner while he killed the other. No! Then subsequently killing the second child. In court, Parr said he couldn't take the eyes on him, which is why he'd make them face the corner. There is also another story about two hunters who were camping out by the old cabin the Blair Witch used to hunt. They disappeared off the face of the earth. Poof. Wow, a lot of details on that one. Woo, you were fucking kids. They just moved kids. to Canada. <laughs> we're fucking kids, dude. Fuck. This is a rock terrier, okay? <coughs> we shit together. Upon visiting Mary Brown, recommended by our prior interviewee, the three filmmakers listened to her story about a supposed encounter she had with the Blair Witch while out fishing in the woods. She explains how the Blair Witch gave off an eerie feeling and had a body covered in black fur, which she concealed with a wool shawl. 
They, along with the townsfolk, chalk her up as crazy. She's a crazy lady. I want me crazy! <laughs> the Robotic phone, yeah. beep the, the phone cannot pick up your loud voice. Yeah, Are you really secretly can. a woman? Yes. Oh. You got a Hooters? It's got an innie. <laughs> got an innie, not an outie, baby. <laughs> the next morning, the trio met two locals fishing in the creek. The men share a story about Robin Weaver, who wandered off into the woods in the 1840s, only to reappear three days later, talking of a woman whose feet never touched the ground. One of the fishermen further says he saw a white mist nearby, but he couldn't explain how it related to the events that took place at Coffin Rock. The three filmmakers soon arrive at Coffin Rock, where Heather reads a passage explaining the horrific events that took place at the location. History says five men were found bound to one another, their torsos cut open with the intestines ripped out and the flesh of their faces inscribed with indecipherable etching. When the people returned with law enforcement, a short while later, the bodies were removed by persons unknown. You know, remember those S's we used to draw in middle school? Yes. That's what their faces were covered with. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Just practice. How quickly can I make them? It's a skater emo dude. Shit. That's the murderer. It's always the murderer. Always the murderer. Always. Arr. It's always the person you least expect. The three-piece filmmaking team experiences many strange occurrences over the course of their nights in the woods. Among the creepy things encountered are middle-of-the-night cackling surrounding their tent and seven spooky rock piles, presumably for each of Mr. Parr's child victims, one of which Josh accidentally kicks over. Kick rocks! Fuck this! <laughs> Just like spooky. It's spooky rock piles. Spooky What's rock. spooky about rock piles? Into <laughs> a cackling, somebody just walks by. <laughs> what? <laughs> Grandma? <laughs> you kicked my rocks over. <laughs> Those rocks were for you. Best ca- cackle, Chase. My best cat? You've already heard my. It's Uncrumpus Night. Uncrumpus Night. No, it's. Well, it's Christmas all of a sudden. I'm back in the winter of Christmas. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. My name is Creepy Witch Lady. <laughs> <laughs> One morning, the trio wakes up to find three piles of rocks that weren't there when they crashed the night before. Oh, shit. Surrounding their tent, likely marking them as targets. Bro. This straight up is the forest video game. Yeah, bro, these guys, these guys, fuck these guys right here. They're marked. Come over here. Everybody get the tribesmen. Get them. Kill them. They also later encounter tons of stick figures tied in trees. <laughs> Lastly, where are they getting all the rope? Right? <laughs> the string to make stick figures. <laughs> Lastly, they... It's probably from the, the long pubes of the witch. <laughs> pack one. Pack two. <laughs> Lastly, they had their campsites destroyed, specifically Josh's stuff, which gets covered in a disgusting, slimy substance. Yeah, Yeah, that that witch was getting off on his Josh's shit. (laughs) The witch just had her her uh, bi-weekly orgy at the campsite. She walked over, and she's like, "Mm, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Like a rub one out, like a DJ. After five nights of horror in the woods, Josh disappears without a trace, 
and can only be heard at night screaming for help. This in the witch, movie. This witch is going yeah. at him. In the movie. One could depict that. One could depict no lube. Let's just say that. Okay. You know? Fair. And she's going to town. But it's actually pretty creepy in the movie. Okay. Because the screams are pretty... It's like hearing a skidwalker in the middle of the night. You're just like, shit. That's yeah, horrible. All right. I'm going to have to watch this. I mean, it's it, it's a classic. All right. Yeah. It, it's one of the... It, it inspires so many of the new movies. Paranormal now, activity. Like the paranormal activity movies. Every, the, uh, the Cloverfield? What's the other movie? Cloverfield, yes. Yep. Um, uh, some zombie movies. Like, uh, Literally yeah. anything that's first or first person yeah. shooting the POVs. Yeah. It, it might have even got the POVs for Pornhub. I was just going to say know. that. You <laughs> beat me to the punch. Good wide angles. You beat me to the fisting. <laughs> <clears throat> I always beat you. <laughs> I I know it feels good when you beat me off too. <laughs> the next morning, a bundle of sticks tied with pieces of Josh's flannel shirt appears outside their tent. Upon closer inspection, the shirt is covered in blood, and inside they find unidentifiable items, of which fan speculation has called teeth, hair, a finger, a tongue. Bone and or Josh's necklace. Yeah, it's a pretty creepy part. He opens up a little little basket, like a little gift wrapped in his shirt. There's like all pieces it's, it's of him. It's basically what Olivia gave us and the candle. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Where is? It? Yeah, it's like this. It's uh, literally okay. like this. And they right. open it up, and you're like, oh, that's creepy. Huh. Ever wonder what's in this bag? <laughs> by the way, I you know to this day, but I refuse. We were told not to open it up. I will not open it up. Crazy. Unlike Adrian, who's over here trying to finger shit. I um, always finger you. Gotta yell at him about shit. Like, finger all bang, the day. bang, 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 finger bang. Well, in summary, in the 1840s, Robin Weaver disappears into the woods, returns speaking of a woman whose feet never touched the ground. Then we have the five men murdered at Coffin Rock, bound to one another, their intestines removed, and their faces etched with unreadable writing. The bodies later disappear. Now, in 1940... Mr. Rustin Parr confesses to killing several missing area children. Seven dead boys' bodies are found on his property, and he subsequently admits in court how he murdered them in pairs, one facing the corner while he killed the other. Then we have first-person accounts from Mary Brown, who saw the fur-covered witch while fishing in the woods, as well as the fisherman who saw the strange mist over the creek. Finally, the trio of filmmakers venture into the woods, and has a host of scary encounters. Now that we covered the story of the movie, let's tackle the real subject with the myths and truths that come from this film. Intriguing enough. I would just thought it was a great movie, but no, it's uh, possibly real. Possibly real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. hey. No, it, hey. It, oh, it's one hundred percent fake. But there, there's a little bit of history. History's good. History's good. And and there's also a nice speculation from the fans that give us. Uh, where to talk about where some people believe that it is true and others believe that it's fake. So like the Blair Witch cult that Chase and I talk about, that's uh, <clears throat> that's something big that people want to believe that there's a book that was actually written called the Blair Witch cult that also has ex- excerpts from the book that people are now making a cult and it all turns into are they didn't create 
a Tolpa that is now the Blair Witch that we we might beat to the punch by just talking about this. Now Ooh. now we know. All right, all right. Tolpas. Tolpas. Well, the Blair Witch Cult. Was a book published in November of 1809, though believed to be true at the time of its publication. It was later commonly considered fiction by scholars. It told of an entire town cursed by an outcast witch, Ellie Kedward, full of witchcraft, paganism, and lots of bloodletting and gore. Yeah, Slayer, yeah. By 1991, only one copy was known to exist, which was on display at the Maryland Historical Society Museum in Baltimore. The book was badly damaged, with little of the writing still legible. Bill Barnes of the Burkittsville Historical Society later possessed the book in his private collection, but it had belonged to the Maryland Historical Society and they eventually took it back, despite the fight he put up. No, it's mine. No. Go away. Superman, no home. It's like the one book that was found in uh, India or Egypt that... uh... People believe that it has dark magic, and everyone that has owned that book has uh, either killed themselves or not. The Necronomicon? Yeah. Yes. Something like that. The Book of the Dead. Well, during the week of September 4th through the 5th, 1999, the copy being kept by the Society was damaged in a rainstorm. It was then sent out to be restored, a process which was expected to reach two months. A little suspense. How that would be? I wish there was a, a Necronomicon, like a real life one, bound in human flesh. Yeah, inked in human blood. Yes, that'd be fucking dope. Probably is. There, there has to be one out there. You know like, the Vatican's got honest. it. Got it in their yeah, little secret temple. Legit, though, like, I mean, my thing is, it's not like a, a Necronomicon that came from Joseph Smith or something, right? You know, like something from like an actual cult, yeah, or a religious group. Yeah, not Adam Levay. Oh. Yeah. That would be dope. That would be dope. Well, excerpts from the book. The titular Blair Witch of the film refers to Ellie Kedward, a woman who allegedly lived in the woods outside of Blair Township. In the film's mythology, Kedward was banished from Blair after she was caught pricking the fingers of local children in a form of bloodletting. <laughs> she was banished from the town. She was just checking fucking blood pressure. Yeah, she's just a nurse. Yeah. She's just a fucking it's nurse. Most witches are just nurses. It's just the blood sugar levels. Jeez. <laughs> She was trying to stop diabetes at the source. All right, people. What a hero. Praise her. She was banished from the town and presumably perished that winter. A year later, her accusers were all found dismembered. <laughs> that'd be fucking dope. I'd chop you up. That, that'd be some payback right yeah. there. While Ellie Kedward may be a work of fiction, her backstory has seeds of truth. Bloodletting was a common medical practice throughout history up until the end of the 19th century. And Kedward's name is even an, an anagram of infamous occultist Edward Kelly. Supposedly, Kelly was able to make contact with the spirit world, and he dictated in an angelic language. Hmm. Wasn't bloodletting where they just, like, drain your blood? You're sick. Drain your blood. <laughs> yeah. Bloodletting is the surgical removal of some of a patient's blood for therapeutic purposes, or it's also the violent killing and wounding of people during a war conflict. So, two I, ways of looking at it. I, I see it as like the leeches. Yeah. Plague doctors and leeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here are some excerpts that tie in Ellie Kedwood. Ooh, I got a little... Uh, 
sorry. <laughs> We're going to go back a little bit. Huh? I just got, uh, I was looking something up and it says, uh, what you should know about blood magic. And I thought you guys would, would enjoy it. Oh well, yeah, of course. Okay. The truth is that blood magic can be quite potent if you're inclined to do it. And if you want, or if you know what you're doing, it should be undertaken lightly or carelessly, but it doesn't deserve the taboo stamp that many are quick to give it. The power of blood. Okay, blood magic is not magic that involves killing people or animals and ritual sacrifice. <sighs> this would be all kinds of wrong and illegal, but blood magic is used of a few drops of blood during a spell or ritual. Usually your own blood, but if you're casting for someone else, you could use theirs. Those few drops can add power to a magical working in a number of ways. Okay, when and not to use blood magic. Use it for protection and not just for minor protection, such as if your co-worker is a nuisance, I'm not going to use blood magic to keep her out of the way. But Shucks. for major protection, when there is potential life or serious life-changing threats, use it for health and wellness. <clears throat> use it for desperate needs. And uh, some of the rules that come with it is uh, never use blood magic unless the person you're doing it for is prepared to fully accept it. Never use it to gain power. And uh, never use it to bring harm to anyone. So what I'm getting from this is people have used it to uh, get those certain things before. So I'm, I'm guessing I'm reading from someone that actually enjoys doing blood magic. Huh. Interesting. You know, I I just don't know where I'm going to go to the Barnes & Noble section and say, hey, I need a book about blood magic. Yeah. No, there's a... <laughs> Isn't there a creepy place in Denver that has like some weird occult stuff? It's like a costume store, but also has some like weird occult shit. Yeah, there's know. like a witch store. Scientology. No, there's a witch store in <laughs> there's Denver. Scientology. Oh, of course. Get your get your Tom, uh, Tom Cruise bobblehead. TC. Yeah, get your John Travolta bobblehead as well. Um, no, there's there's some place in Denver if you sure. want to get bloodletting. You trying to bloodlet? Maybe. Trying to fuck around. Oh, I, I might be. Fun trying to get weird. <laughs> fuck around, find some out. Some fun yeah. facts yeah. about uh, bloodletting is uh, a thousand years ago, Egypt, it came from Egypt. And uh, if you would have a migraine or like a fever, right. then the first line of treatment was bloodletting. They would open up a vein with a lacid or sharpened piece of wood, causing blood to flow out and into the waiting receptacle. If you're lucky, leeches might perform the gruesome task in place of crude instruments. Wild. You know, it's funny. I was just told that if you believe in Scientology, to get rid of a headache, you look in a mirror and you tell the person in the mirror that they have the headache now and you don't and it should magically go away. I should try that. You should. Yo, bitch. Take this shit. This Take this gift. Now. This is yours. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was testified that at the examination of the prisoner Kedward before the magistrates, the bewitched was extremely tortured. Was the shape of the prisoner, which was whipped out with iron rods, to compel her thereunto about sunrise, he was in his chamber assaulted by the shape of this prisoner, which looked on to him, grinned at him, 
and very much hurt him with a blow on the side. And shape walked in the room where he was. And a book strangely flew out of his hand into the six or eight foot in front of him. He waked on a night and saw plainly a woman between the cradle and the bedside, which looked upon him. He rose and it vanished. Thou he found the doors all fast. He saw the same woman in the same garb again and said, In God's name, what do you come for? He went. The child in the cradle gave a great screech and the woman disappeared. Blood was, with the door shut about him. He saw a black thing jump in at the window. He came and stood before him. The body was like that of a monkey, the feet like a horse, and the face much like a man. Wait, can you imagine a monkey with horse feet? Man, bear pig. Clop, 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 Like, how's a monkey climb with horse hooves? Clop, 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 clop. And he's just saying, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Mike. I'm George. I'm Curious George. Curious George here. Clop, 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 clop. Have you guys seen the... The, they're trying to make Pinocchio into like a scary villain, and uh, it's I, I've never watched Pinocchio. Whoever was his dad that created him, yeah, uh, he created him wrong, and he used like the wrong spell, and then Pinocchio just Eats gains him. like eighteen freaking legs and is crawling at his yeah, dad. Yeah, I have seen that. It's like Choo Choo Charlie, Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> yep. The day after, upon inspection, hair of Horace lay in did in the holes of the said old well, find several puppets made up of sticks and rags and hogs bristles with headless. The awful hag wrenched the boy's head from his riling body and defiled the church with his warm blood. She controlled the animals of the forest. Even the trees seemed to do her bidding. There's a story. Huh. Good old fucking uh, Edward Kelly here. Right Ellie, on. Ellie Kedward. Well, yeah, Ellie Kedward, but I wasn't far off because it's an, an anagram of the famous occultist Edward Kelly. Edward Kelly. Right, right, right. Kelly, Kelly, so, Kelly, Kelly. Fuck you, Dolphin. Fuck you, Dolphin. And the fuck are you, Whale. Fuck you, Cow. I do pay attention. Fuck you, Chicken. <coughs> yeah, that was, um, I, I honestly didn't think the movie would have any sort of connection to something possibly real. Possibly. Yeah, you know, I like to give some writers credit. Yeah, a little bit of a, a wives' tale to get your kids to go to sleep. I love how we entice our children with fear, you know? Oh, that's the easiest way. Want them to, want them to get to do what you want? Fear. Fear them. You know, don't talk to them like an adult or anything. Fear them. I still fear shit today that's totally irrational. Totally of. irrational, right? <laughs> I love the one dude who talks about uh, uh, how every parent ever tells all their kids not to turn on the car light. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> Those are hilarious. And it's funny when, when I'll like ask Dominique to do it, it's like, well, that was, that's not that bad. No. I mean, I mean, it's a little annoying. I can or, still see, though. Yeah, I can still see. Or the, the trauma of holding the light for your dad, too. Yes. <laughs> In the fucking car motor. Will you move the fucking light? <laughs> I was holding a light for my dad the other day, and I'm just like, as a 29-year-old, <laughs> trembling, like, yeah. Is am I doing make, well, Master? Uh, I'm already in tears over yeah. here. <laughs> Please don't yell louder. Don't, don't beat me again. <laughs> I'm fragile. I'm but a boy. <laughs> she was indicted for bewitching of several children in the neighborhood, the indictment being drawn up according to the form and pleading not guilty. That the shape of the prisoner did oftentimes very grievously pinch them. 
cloak them, bite them, prick them with pins, and bleed them. That is what Ellie Kedward, or her shape, had grievously tormented them by biting, pricking, pinching, and choking them. Pinch. That poor child is bewitched, and you have a neighbor living not far off who is a witch. But besides this, a jury of women found a preternatural teat upon her body. But upon second search, within three or four hours, there was no such thing to be seen that she had been the prisoner at, and that it was this Kedward who persuaded her to be a witch. She confessed that the devil had relations with Kedward. Ooh, devil fuckings. Yep. All right. Well, that's a classic witch story. Yeah. Uh, just just so you guys know, preternatural is beyond what is normal. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they had a real yep. abnormal is, teat. <laughs> real <laughs> abnormal. Oh, so a devil teat. Did anybody look up uh, when cosmic cosmetic surgery was invented? Oh shit! Eighteen. I will do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do before that? They had sex with the devil for yes. their plastic surgery. Yes. The Arr! devil for them shit. Eight hundred BC. Cosmetic surgery all the way. What? They probably shoved shit somewhere. The, the history of plastic surgery dates back to as early as 800 BC in ancient ancient India. No fucking way. Because they don't have plastic back then. Maybe they used like something similar to plastic. Shove wood in there. Yeah, because it plastic was like in, invented in like the 40s or something. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Hold up. Let me let me fucking read so I can let you guys know. <laughs> Uh, they're 800 BC in ancient India, but surgical or cosmetic procedures have been documented in these early years all around the world. The primitive plastic surgery procedures we have the most information about was in ancient India where special healers or doctors would reconstruct the face to suit the patient's desired look using rudimentary skin grafts. That's fucking nuts, dude. Yep. How is it? How is it when you look back at like Rome and all this yeah. shit? We are so fucking far behind. We had cosmetic surgery in 800 BC. Like, how the fuck do we not have flying cars right now? How the fuck do we not have flying cars? Why am I still having to go to a nine to five job kind of thing? What the fuck, man? Rome you know what it is? Go ahead. It's the one percenters, man. <laughs> it's the one fucking percenters because those motherfuckers, the Jeffrey Epstein's of the world, are more interested in diddling children than they are solving the problems. I, let's be fuck re- this I'm fucking gonna, politics. Be man. Real here, real. I would be real, real here. Okay, real, real. Uh, Romans were gay. Romans, <laughs> Romans fucked anything with a hole. So we got AIDS out of that. Yeah, we got AIDS. <laughs> Everyone so, has AIDS! And uh, the Black Plague was a pretty big deal, too. <laughs> yeah, that did suck. That did suck. I don't know, man. I just want to fly in a car already. Zoom, zoom. I mean, we're, I would say we're close, but even the Teslas, man, their autopilot's not that yeah. great. <laughs> but AI's got me hoping, though. AI does have me wondering. What's AI going to do, though? I mean... There was a thing that that it can predict how to cure cancer. Like it no, it can it can analyze sickness and cure it. Yeah, but here's my deal with it though: is that AI is human created, and if humans can't figure out how to beat cancer, then how is AI going to figure it out? Because it, it it's smart. It becomes smarter than us. It, it, it develops. It learns from our greatest scientific and medical minds, and it sees things that we missed and pieces it together. Not everything is built off fucking numbers and equations. 
Math's pretty powerful, though. It is very powerful. But, I mean, how do we know that if you don't drink a go-fast mixed with a Breckenridge Palisade peach with a little bit of cumin in it doesn't cure cancer? We don't know. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever had cancer That's and right. drank those combinations? No, you just don't know. You just don't know until you know. And AI is going to know the no. To the no, to the no. Squared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we know now. Now you know. That Hunter knows. That AI knows that how to it, cure cancer. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> well, now that you guys know that, and you know the story about the Blair Witch Project, we're going to continue the story on the next episode to talk about the serial killer, Rustin Parr, who is some of the, or who has a very interesting tale. We're also going to get into the witch that was over in Maryland and also the woods that was uh, portrayed in this film. Also going to kick back to Colorado a little bit. So there you two guys go. Well, well, thank you for that. Oh, thanks. You know, I, I feel like I've got wood now. I think people could could explore my wood. Explore my Blair Witch Project. Maybe they want to videotape my wood exploring in my forest. The Chase Cozo Project. Yeah, you know what? People pay for weirder shit on OnlyFans, so I don't want to hear that. (laughs) Just show them your chocolate starfish already. Yes, yes. All right, Adrian. All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed the story on the Blair Witch Project, make sure you email us at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Or if you don't want to email us, you could always kick over to our Instagram at stuckinthispurgatory, hit that nice little DM, and reach us that way. Also, if you want to check out our link tree, maybe even our Patreon, we have a nice little link right on our homepage. Click that, and it will take you to all of the links that we have for you guys. And if you guys are amateur filmmakers or artists, um, Hunter's laughing at me because he <laughs> thinks I'm going to talk about porn. Wait, I was like, this is how I was going to end the episode. <laughs> for real? Yeah, keep going. Hold on. I wonder if we are on the same wavelength. Did we just mind fuck? We just mind fucked. <laughs> Shit in my ass. Shit in my ass. Uh, Send send us your amateur film hunting <laughs> shit, all right? And I don't want to see weird ghost sex videos, okay? I mean, I kind of do. He wants I to do. Just but, send it. But I do. You know what? So you're you right. Would, if just you want to make Adrian happy. Just send it. Yeah, if you want to make the boys happy, if you want to get stuck in this purgatory, come be to Porto with us. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs>